0: Okay, so I guess this is episode zero functionally of our <laughs> Flipping Tables podcast. Yes, so, I'm David Lyons and
1: Mike Edwards.
0: And uh, I, okay, so I guess first we're going to talk about why we're calling it Flipping Tables, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So has a lot to do with anger.
0: It has a lot to do with anger, and I don't think the whole podcast is going to be angry, but there's going to be anger involved. So Flipping Tables is the emotion for when you have completely checked out on a topic and and there's no longer room left for
1: reason, I guess. It's it's time for a display. Yes, actions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, the spoken word will no longer solve the problem. Um, we actually... I, I don't know, was it originally a, the Japanese emoticon, or did that come later?
1: Oh, your, your little table-flipping graphic?
0: Yeah, room? I mean, I'd, I'd love to say I... I could take
1: credit for that, but there's... That should probably be the logo.
0: <laughs> it probably should. It's got to be public domain. Who owns that? It's ten characters in a row. But it, there's there's dozens of them of weird... There are dozens of us. <laughs> <laughs> of, of weird um, like Japanese characters in the UTF-8 set that we don't really have in ASCII.
1: We're going to have to like feature one of those every time or something.
0: A, a new and frightening... Oh, God, look at this one. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, that's so that that's that's where we're coming from with flipping tables. So I think uh, we're going to cover what nerd stuff, geek stuff, yeah, Colorado games. stuff, games. There's actually the the first thing on our list is is Nintendo is doomed.
1: <laughs> so we already got some rants out in private about this, but
0: we did. So <laughs> you're you're the you're the bigger gamer, I think. You've got <laughs> what? What do you have? A uh, PS4. And PS3? Xbox,
1: PS3. I used to have a 360, but they, it died and they wanted me to pay to replace it, and I said no.
0: It, it red ringed?
1: Yeah. Well, it was like the third red ring in a row, and they were like, you know what? You can cover this one. And I'm like, you know what? I'm done.
0: So you personally had three different consoles? Yeah.
1: Here,
0: and wow, that's really crap customer service.
1: <laughs> well, they replaced two of them, but then they just said, we're done doing this. How long? So, how long until the first
0: red ring? A year, six months?
1: Um, The first one was probably about a year, or it was over a year, but it was after they extended. They realized how everybody
0: started going down. So, you must have had an original run.
1: Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, no longer an Xbox gamer. I mean, not that I could never go back. I'm not like beholden to one, but as far as consoles, it's Nintendo and Sony.
0: Nintendo and Sony. And
1: then handhelds? Uh, Nintendo and Sony. Nintendo well, I mean, there is no Xbox. Right. And God
0: willing, there never will be. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm, I'm pretty... I pretty much buy almost every console that comes out that from the major.
0: Did you have... So your PS3, was it slim or the, the fat? The old I, fatty?
1: I had the fat after they dropped PS2 support
0: okay, yeah so you got in right at the worst time <laughs> yeah yeah
1: so I, that my fat one actually died and we ended up getting a slim yeah that.
0: I that's I went through the same thing but I had one that did have ps2 sport because I got in right when they said they weren't gonna sell them anymore and uh, I grabbed a 20 gig and then I, I you know dropped in like a 160 gig hard drive and it lasted for probably four years. And then one day, I just went to turn it on and that terrible flashing yellow. Because like, <laughs> at that point, I think to buy a PS2 compatible one on eBay was $1,000. Complete joke.
1: But then, it, i it's like you said, it lasted a while. And I'm like, my 1985 NES still works. Granted, the hardware is way simpler. Yeah. but
0: And you know, I... So I don't know a lot about the thermal conductivity of the chips, but I remember my Super Nintendo getting really hot, like really dangerously, (laughs) oh my god, this cartridge is burning my hand hot, and I've never heard of a Super Nintendo failing from heat issues. Maybe it's just they're too old, people don't talk about it. (laughs) I don't know.
1: (laughs) That just on the scale of gaming, they're just too small and... (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Like how many Super Nintendos were sold in all of time?
0: Oh, I would say tens of millions, high millions, anyway. <laughs> Trying to look it up. I mean, I would I would think, especially with a console that, you know, reached multi hemispherical success. Cause, I mean, that was the most successful console in Japan by the time it came to the states. And I assume
1: it was big in Europe? 49 million.
0: 49, okay, so about five times what I was estimating. Uh,
1: 17 million more than the 64, so they they really dropped in the 64 era. It's
0: because it was awful. (laughs) It had Super Mario 64, and that's it. (laughs) Zelda? No, you know... (laughs) Having now finally played uh, Ocarina of Time on the 3DS, and then looking back at it on the 64, and it's not just because the graphics are dated, but the whole thing—it needed the improvements of, of modern technology, or it should have been a 16-bit game. <laughs> but that—that that horrible this is blasphemy, right here. I know, and you know, I still uh, haven't played Majora's Mask, which that one's really hard. And, you know, I'm split on it because I have two people that I know who are big Zelda fans. One says he loves it, and the other one says it is the worst Zelda game, no question.
1: Well, let me ask you, do you like games with such complicated NPC quests that you need a wiki to figure out what to do? If
0: the story's compelling, I'm okay with it. But if it's, like, Simon's Quest level of <laughs> well, nonsense... I
1: mean, you, you know the premise is three days. You have to repeat over and over, like, Groundhog Day style. Yeah, because the moon's going to crash the And so, like, the, planet. The, the game gives you, like, this journal that helps you track who's where on what day. But beyond that, you're basically like, I know a baker needed this, but which day? And So and, you travel back in time, but they don't? They, they repeat their days. Right,
0: but you, like, retain your knowledge. and
1: Yeah, so some things you do keep. Hmm. But some things don't when you go back in time. Like, if you don't finish something, it'll just reset. Ugh. So <laughs> I yeah. find there's, like, a lot of note-taking if you're doing it honestly or just wiki searching.
0: <laughs> it, it, but is it satisfying? Like, when you solve something and then it's... Fixed, I yeah, guess. I mean, it's, it's, it's a like, Zelda yes. game,
1: so it always feels really good when you... I,
0: you know, I'm spoiled forever now having played uh, the latest one. That oh, the... The crazy 3D one, which I'm now going to totally blank on the title <laughs> of.
1: Link Between Worlds.
0: Yes. <laughs> of course, it has to have Link in it, because <laughs> yeah. otherwise everyone thinks his name is Zelda. But it, that one, it was, it was fun. It was chunked well, the difficulty was appropriate, it it had um, all of the puzzle elements that make the games good, and it didn't have a lot of the horrible fetch questy. You could do a little bit of that if you wanted to get like extra items. But you didn't have to. Like it, that is now the template for all Zelda <laughs> games. And that's coming from someone who's only played like half of them. So.
1: so you don't want them to become more like western RPGs?
0: No, because I think... Zelda is okay, so so actually, we're totally segwayed away from Nintendo. And that's <laughs> fine, but so we were talking about JRPGs, and I think Zelda somehow is never classified as a JRPG, but it totally is. <laughs> I mean, when you consider it was one of the first console role-playing games. Um, But it doesn't have a lot of the elements
1: that we think of as being an RPG. Well, was action-adventure is what I would think of.
0: I don't know. It kind of walks that weird line. I mean, yeah, it it is, but 20 years ago, would you still have thought it was action-adventure? I mean, I I would have put the original Zelda in the exact same bucket as the original Final Fantasy or Dragon Warrior.
1: I guess the turn base seems like a pretty big dividing wall between them, though. Ooh.
0: So is is an RPG... Well, I guess a lot of modern RPGs have gone the full hack and slash. Um, and then that was one of the big deals with Final Fantasy XIII, was that they were like, Oh, it's honest-to-god turn-based. You don't control where your character is on the plane of battle. Whereas, like, Kingdom Hearts... I think you would still consider an RPG.
1: Yeah. I'm not saying Zelda is an RPG, but I think it's it's, different enough that it... That it it escapes the bounds It doesn't necessarily come straight to mind when you hear JRPG.
0: Hmm. Which I think is actually... Maybe that's helped preserve the integrity
1: of the franchise. Well, it's one of the franchises that's still making good games. They're
0: definitely (laughs) consistent. I wonder, do you think any fans have dropped off because... They are so consistent. Like, oh, this is exactly like the. Well, it's the
1: damned if you do, damned if you don't. Of like, Nintendo makes the same game over and over, and then when they try something, it's like, what are you doing, Nintendo? We don't want this. Like, that's so. Is the so when they went Cell shaded on the GameCube one? Everyone was like, no, yeah, Wind Waker, right? They're like, it's too cute. We want mature, Western, bloody naked people games
0: which was the next one was Twilight Princess well, <laughs> well not- there's there no naked in blood okay but you know the link looks like an. and then everyone tyrant. suddenly
1: suddenly missed the tune shading and you're like <laughs>
0: so the only way to maintain your artistic integrity is to have a success and then just stop <laughs> <laughs> like I'm done making art you can no longer criticize my decisions
1: but if, as long as we're allowed to ignore the non-Nintendo developed ones i'd say pretty much <laughs> pretty much every Zelda game is good at least good
0: i think when it comes to movies people say you can't ignore the prequels in star wars or the fourth indiana jones but everyone ignores the cdi zelda <laughs> why did they let that happen I, it was a different time. <laughs> it was a time in history. Everyone was
1: romancing CDs. <laughs> yeah, <for their> system.
0: <laughs> you know, actually, it's I. So they had the horrible Zelda games, and they also had the horrible Mario games. Yeah, like
1: the weird plumber elevator action game. Or... Yeah, the
0: it was almost like a math tutor with the, the apples. I think you had to collect. Like it was multiple levels, and you like went back and forth. So. They had that attempt with CD-based games, and it failed miserably. Then they had their little romance with Sony that ended up spawning the PlayStation, and then the GameCube didn't sell very well. So basically, CDs is the thing that brutally murdered Nintendo. Every time they had like a foray into disc stuff, it, it had like a weird negative effect on them.
1: Yeah, GameCube twenty one million.
0: Yeah, twenty so half of the Super Nintendo.
1: Less than <laughs> forty nine million Super. Yeah, so
0: le- less than half, and two generations later, when gaming was more popular, more widespread. Yeah.
1: Oof. Well, that generation was weird because all the systems basically the same power level.
0: I do remember a friend of mine in college who went the N64 GameCube route and then eventually the Wii and i you know, gone from Super Nintendo to PlayStation, PS2 and how constantly he insisted. Well, but the graphics chip in the GameCube is so much better. It's so much more powerful. <laughs> and his, his trump card was how good Twin Snakes, the Metal Gear Solid 1 remake, looked on the GameCube compared to the PS1. And I could not get him to accept What
1: compared to the original? The
0: original. Not compared game.
1: to MGS two where they look pretty much the same. Almost identical, yeah.
0: He just he refused he was like, look how much better it I was like, that's like comparing a Nintendo and a Super Nintendo game. You're
1: right. Like the only <laughs> thing I got is PS2 is a little shimmery, but other than that, they're pretty much exactly the same.
0: Yeah. And also the the library of games for the GameCube was
1: Smash Brothers. <laughs> Metroid Prime Trilogy, or the first two. And then
0: the third one third was on third one was Wii. on Wii. Because oh, that's what gamers love, <laughs> when you just put that, the last, oh yeah, here's the final one in the series that you have to buy another console for.
1: Well, at least the Wii is backwards compatible.
0: The original Wii was, is the Wii U?
1: Wii U can play Wii games, not GameCube games, so they do one generation back.
0: Oh, okay, so that's... That gives them a notch above Sony and the Xbox. So Nintendo is doomed. Why are they doomed? As a long-time purchaser of all their stuff,
1: well, I think this is mostly your rant because you 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 were talking about just they need to put their shit on smartphones.
0: Yeah. So okay. So I think we're we're in interesting opposite points for this. So you've purchased their consoles from the start up until the modern day because even if there's only one or two franchises, it's worth having mm-hmm. a system. Um, I have absolutely avoided doing that. <laughs> um, and it's kind of come back in the long run because I actually did own a GameCube, but I owned only Smash Brothers because that was the game I wanted to play. Um, and I do own a Wii, but it's broken. <laughs> and at the time that it worked, it was um, non-standard. <laughs> it was homebrew. It's, yes, its its software was not factory spec. So, and, and that was entirely because there was two franchises I was interested in playing, and I just could not bring myself to shell out a thousand (laughs) dollars for two games especially not when they were brand new so i mean this was all years after those consoles were popular um so why don't you think nintendo i mean i guess this has probably been beaten to death but but why won't nintendo put their games on other hardware what makes their hardware the only hardware to play nintendo games
1: i think they like controlling the entire experience so
0: they've got the apple mindset
1: yeah definitely
0: Do you feel, is it justified? Because, like, when you pick up an iPhone, you're playing with software that was designed for the hardware it's running on and vice versa. Do you feel like a computer or a a PlayStation or an Xbox couldn't play Super Mario, new Super Mario 15, Super Magical Brothers?
1: I mean, I think some of these arguments are diminishing over time. As just... Average hardware gets so good that it just kind of doesn't matter. But I think for a long time, like, say what you will about the 64 controller (laughs) today. The WaveBird? With with hindsight. um, Well, the WaveBird was for GameCube, but...
0: Was it? What was the one on... I thought the WaveBird was the big M-shaped one.
1: No, it's the 64 controller. Yeah. The WaveBird was the wireless controller for GameCube. Uh. But, I mean, at the time, no one had really figured out 3D platformers, and they, now with hindsight, it looks kind of retarded, but... <laughs> it looks really <laughs> terrible.
0: And it was so uncomfortable, because you, you were, like, scrunched onto the <laughs> m- the middle and right third of the controller, except sometimes when you had to shoot But
1: uh, I have to give them props for recognizing analog for 3D control and just going all in on it, and then... I really don't think PlayStation games felt good on analog a PS2, because even though they kind of they came out with DualShock and forced it in, it was really shoddy for a while.
0: Yeah, it. You know, it's funny too because I've been a PlayStation gamer for so long now that when I looked at a picture of the original PlayStation controller without the thumbsticks, I was like, "The hell's wrong with that controller?" <laughs> like it. It looked especially because the original one was gray. So it looks like a bloated Super Nintendo controller, mm-hmm. right? And then when they added in the thumbsticks, and then they've been trying to get the thumbsticks right ever since. Now the ones on the PS4, I think, have little divots for your thumbs to fit mm-hmm. into.
1: So I think Nintendo's place is, they've, they've always been this weird character in the, the home console business because since Super Nintendo, they've never been in first place. I guess with Wii in a weird way, you could argue they were sort of first place, but when they, they were, were the only extreme console <laughs> at the time. <laughs> but first, but
0: first in a contest of one,
1: <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think of like I don't know. Somehow they like propel and motivate that whole space by all the weird stuff they do.
0: So the rest of the industry needs them to be the guinea pigs.
1: Kind of. And I think I've even read some Sony executives saying, like, they want Nintendo to be healthy for the good of their industry.
0: You know, I don't think I've seen that
1: viewpoint before. I'm not saying this means Nintendo is any less doomed. I think they've got a lot of problems.
0: But I think I like the idea of you have a company that's been doing something for a long time. They're not sue happy you know like when someone else copies them they don't take it to court
1: they're sort of they're they're a little sue happy
0: i know that they've sued over content like D-pads. stuff pads did they really
1: well they, they at least had the patent on their d-pad which a, i think it's expired now on but a
0: button shaped like a plus <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay well at least their suits are never I think that's very why the popular. first ex-
1: the Xbox D-pads were so bad the, for a while. The terrible circle one. Yeah. Cuz they had to avoid Sony and Nintendo patents.
0: <laughs> that makes a lot of sense because I do remember people when the original Xbox came out being like don't play any game that requires the D-pad cuz it's
1: totally broken. <laughs> like, don't play Soul Caliber on Xbox. Yeah, you're, just,
0: you're screwed. So actually I have a I was trying to find the name of the N64 controller to prove you wrong, and you were totally right. The, the, the WaveBird was the GameCube, but I had forgotten that on the back of the N64 controller, it had the little center Z trigger, so even though the controller was shaped like you are supposed to hold it on the outside, it has this secret button where you have to hold it on the inside to get to it, unless you had giant hands. And then the other thing that I forgot about is, for reasons I don't have time to research in depth, how come every crappy hotel that had a game television <laughs> <laughs> used a clone of the N64 controller? I don't know. Like, of all the designs to copy, not only is that one hideous, but you could never claim you came up with that on your own. Like, no, we just happened to arrive at this hideous so design. I just thought of an
1: analogy, like... So an argument in my head right now is that game controllers before the 2000s had a lot more experimentation and weirdness. You know, just all the PC gaming joysticks and just weird crap coming out everywhere. And the 64 controller is at the very end of that era. And it's kind of like the guy who's having a loud conversation and everyone else stops talking (laughs) and he's still going and then he realizes, well, I'm talking really loud. It's like that controller is <laughs> sticking out <laughs> at the end of that era. Like, oh, I thought we were still doing this, guys. <laughs> oh, are we
0: not? Are we not being weird anymore? <laughs> it's the punchline to the long experimentation. Yeah,
1: but I think after PS2, Xbox One, not the new Xbox One, but the original <laughs> Xbox, God. Yep. kind of like that's why that's the worst Halo, concern. Call of Duty kind of just forced every controllers for an FPS now. <laughs> dual yeah. analog and so there's not a lot of
0: trigger buttons for firing like
1: until steam's controller or maybe the wii mode i guess there's not really been a lot of play with how weird controllers are
0: yeah you know that's actually a good point with the wii controllers because nintendo they kind of dialed it back with the gamecube controller and they were like oh look it's just a big it's fat still
1: by comparison the loud guy at the party it though. is and it was purple <laughs>
0: So it was it was the loud guy at the party, but he was no longer waving his arms around over his head, endangering everyone nearby. And then with the Wiimote, they were like, Oh, it's it's a little white rectangle that's very familiar. Except the buttons are in a weird order, it's not conducive to be held in two hands and we changed the name of the buttons for no reason.
1: It's a good NES controller
0: though. It is. It, you know, it's a good NES controller, but not for your grandma. Because for your grandma, who never beat Super Mario Brothers when you were five, and she was like, oh, you're playing Super Mario, and you hand her the controller, and you're like, press A. No, I mean one. You (laughs) you need to just know where the button is.
1: (laughs) What always drove me nuts about Xbox is they flipped A and B and Y and X compared to Super Nintendo. Which,
0: you know, I, I had a theory about that for a long time that was totally off base, and then I mentioned it to Susan, and she explained it as if it was so obvious, which is, the Japanese read from right to left. So, of course, A comes before B, uh, right? Right? Yeah. And then when I, I was like, oh, well, that's kind of an interesting theory. And then when I realized that they were reversed on the Xbox controller designed in America by an American English-speaking company... It was a very, like, Tim and Eric, you know, <laughs> mind blow. I was like, oh, my God, that's why A and B are in I that I still order. hate
1: it. Pick one and stick with yeah, it. Yes, please,
0: everyone in the universe, agree on one. At
1: least Sony's like, shapes. <laughs> you know, we're just... You know what the
0: universal language is? Simple, colorful shapes. Everyone...
1: Tic-tac-toe and triangle and, and square. All, yeah.
0: It, uh, uh, and... I actually, I've played, so lately, in the last few years, I've played a few old PC games that I never got to um, that have controller support, which is awesome, but they have Windows controller support, which means they have Xbox controller support. So I'm playing an old PC game, emulating Xbox controls with my PS3 controller, (laughs) so when it says press A, the only reason I know what button to push is from Decades of playing video games. You could never hand this to someone and be like, yeah, just follow the on-screen instructions. <laughs> they would never, ever be able to put it together. So, Nintendo. So. we Yeah. <laughs> so buttons. So we, I think, so the reason Nintendo, the reason I, I think they're doomed, so we, we talked about reasons why they're not. You know, good for the industry, innovative... People. Really just
1: reasons why I like them, not because they're going <laughs> to succeed.
0: Right, but you buy their stuff. Mm-hmm. So, if there are enough people who like them enough to buy their products, I mean, that equals, you know, plus mm-hmm. equals successful company, right? But, there aren't. And that, I think, is the problem. Is There are a lot of people who... Like myself, I mean, I played Nintendo games... I had a Sega Genesis as a kid, but I played way more Nintendo and Super Nintendo, and I would buy Nintendo games for my PlayStation, for the computer, for a handheld device, um, but not $400, $300 dedicated hardware for one franchise, Mm -hmm. because then you take your $60 game, you add in the cost of the console... And you stretch that out, and it's like, well, that one game now cost me $350. Did I play it for 350 hours to work it down to a cheap, you know, per hour price? Probably not. But then, at the same time, I I feel like I've kind of grown up with Nintendo. I mean, we were part of that Nintendo generation, so... Is it that Nintendo games aren't as good, or that I just don't have time to play Smash Brothers for 350 hours and get the cost down to a dollar an hour? Because I definitely put that kind of time into into Melee on the GameCube. No question. Probably far more That's than like that. That's
1: like how much time I put in the Counter-Strike.
0: Right. So, I mean, if, if Counter-Strike originally cost you $40, it has now cost you pennies on the hour and entertainment value, which, I mean, what other entertainment products could you possibly get that kind of use out of? Certainly not movies, maybe music.
1: And Valve basically gives it away, which is even crazier.
0: Right. And, I mean, they know that they're breeding rabid fans <laughs> who <laughs> will just sit there and buy hats, like guess it says, Team Fortress.
1: So I, I think some people have covered this well that we've discussed before, but... Um, Nintendo's problems are the general platforms are going to take over them before they get faster than they can get good at general platformy stuff. Yep. So they're, they're not going to build a smartphone platform. They don't make OSs. They make very simple.
0: Right, the console OS, console which OS, doesn't really count. But they
1: don't make a general-purpose computing platform, and even if they wanted to, it would take them too long to have anything worthwhile. It's not what they're good at.
0: No, it's. It, I guess that's the. So that's the, the Apple, the, Android problem is, Google's getting better at design faster than Apple was getting better at the cloud. Yeah. And so so, so, n- so is Nintendo going to have to just admit, okay, no one wants our hardware, but they still want our software? or Do you think they'll just take their ball and go home?
1: I don't. Know the Did you see the article a week or two ago from I don't know? Is it Iwata? He say his name.
0: Iwata, that's how I would read it. Okay,
1: <laughs> um, he was basically saying like Nintendo's going to explore new markets, like not strictly gaming. Uh, so,
0: <laughs> well, they they've been saying for a while now that they have a wireless fitness product. Yeah, they're getting out.
1: into like health products, and so
0: I guess it would be interesting. What if they went into other markets and gamified them? So, you know, the Fitbit that records how active you were in Mario Coins or, mm-hmm. you know, something where they could, like, take... I mean, it'd be kind of kitschy, but that doesn't mean it wouldn't make them billionaires. <laughs> like, how many people would be like, oh, I could buy this generic black thing that I clip on my belt and it counts my steps, or I can buy this white, colorful thing that says Nintendo on it, and then it tells me how many levels of the original Mario I covered walking in a day like that
1: and they i, I mean Nintendo understands right like how to make something addictive
0: that's the truth and they like, are the creators of in Play
1: a fun. way they've been playing with this stuff since the DS with like street pass and like, the yeah, machines so, always talk to each other to, like, make Yeah, you-
0: and, and it alerts you a little bit, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, if... So if I'm sitting in a cafe and someone's sitting on the other side playing, it's like, hey, there's a guy over there. You should throw your Pikachu at him.
1: <laughs> Basically.
0: So have you... Okay, so you have a 3DS. Has that ever actually happened to you? <laughs>
1: No, because I only played at home, plugged into the wall.
0: At home, so a mobile gaming system that you are tethered by a three foot cord.
1: It's Not a problem for me because it's it's really just a off TV game system, not sure. a mobile.
0: I just I have the visual of people playing it like f- face into the corner where the outlet is. So there's like the big screen TV behind them, and friends and family all playing, and they're like facing in the corner so it's plugged in. i played your DS. The cord really is only about a meter <laughs> yeah. long.
1: And the battery's only like four or five hours off the plug.
0: Which, can you believe that just a few years ago we were like, yeah, I guess like four or five hours. Now smartphones and modern laptops have totally wrecked
1: Except us. Except Nintendo's handhelds, even the battery ones were always like 10, 15 hour machines.
0: <laughs> no, the original Game Boy?
1: Not the original Game Boy, but like starting with Game Boy Advance... And the DS was like 10-hour battery.
0: So, it's, basically, it's the stupid 3D effect that just...
1: Yeah, but you didn't even turn it off. You only get five or six hours.
0: Is it just too tiny, maybe? they Because like, the, think ad- the just... Advanced was hefty. I mean, yeah. relatively speaking. But the
1: Advanced wasn't backlit originally until the second or third revision. That'll do it. <laughs> That's... And then the DS, they had gotten good enough... Well, actually, the original DS wasn't that great. But then the (laughs) DS Lite was like 10 hours solid.
0: That was, I remember, actually, that was when I still actually went into a store to buy video games. (laughs) I remember in GameStop the huge advertising push. They were like, hey, you already have this. Buy another one. It's thinner. They, You know what? They kind of... uh, They sort of started that, didn't they? Because Nintendo, the original Nintendo had a re-release... The that Super was, Nintendo had a yeah. re-release And then all of the Game Boys have had re-releases so
1: the, the original NES re-release Was after the Super Nintendo came out It's like they re- Oh, it was like a It was like very, an very late It was like 91 or something They uh, did that
0: So it was the, the Famicom like Hey, remember that game system we played six years ago? <laughs>
1: yeah. Buy it again Well, I think it was the same time they redesigned the SNES So they were just like, yeah. both, why not both?
0: Poor kid knows those copyright infringement
1: yeah nintendo's <laughs> did really embrace the redesign they did which I they guess did all imac c- color see-through for the 64 yes
0: oh man in the control i like the controller <laughs> i like that late 90s clear you remember the clear telephones clear television clear game remotes? boys yeah uh, because then you got to see the totally static green chips that did nothing <laughs> But you got to see them in action. So, I remember... Sony, the original PlayStation, there was the, the rectangle one that everybody had. And then they later re-released the PS1. Yeah. That... Or was it the... Or
1: spelled out 1? Yeah.
0: And it was... This, like... It, it looked like the Dreamcast. It They made it squat. They softened the edges. It was way thinner, though. Right. But, I mean, it, it was... No one... Gave a crap because their original PlayStation still worked. It didn't look better. It wasn't any different. Mm-hmm. It was just a squat, ugly version of hardware you probably already owned and that already worked fine.
1: They made that little LCD. It was like popular back then to get little LCD screens and
0: yeah, I think that pretend was the, it was portable. That was the age of giving kids in a minivan a game console to shut them up.
1: Well, I remember we had one of those minivans with, like, the crappy, like, five-inch TV that yeah. could never get a radio signal at, or a broadcast signal whatsoever. But I remember one day we we had it in our driveway with an extension cord to the, like, outdoor <laughs> house plug. Yes. We were playing Mega Man 2 in the car, and it was a novelty, like...
0: Oh, just in the ca- Because you could be. Yeah, not going anywhere, obviously, <laughs> just... I, I love that's something only a kid would do. Like an adult would probably be arrested for being weird. But like a twelve year old, you're like, you be weird kid.
1: It's, like, <laughs> it's Mega Man. But in the car. That's it? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: We've played this game a thousand times, but never
1: on a bad in the car. screen. <laughs> yes. yes.
0: Yeah, but now I get to play it on a screen the size of the controller. But not with the portability of a Game Boy. So, okay. So I, th- I think Nintendo... We basically... We've we've crossed the line that everyone eventually crosses with Apple speculation. And it's that... It's, what is it, Monday morning quarterbacking? Like, we know they should have done this. Right. And, and then everything would be better. And I, I mean, speaking as a consumer... It's, what I, it's not what I think they should do so much as just, like, what I want them to do. Like, I I want them to sell their products to me in a way that's usable.
1: So you you want Nintendo... I,
0: I want Nintendo You want to, to be able to
1: play their good games without buying their hardware.
0: Yes. Which is just like I imagine... Um, I probably would have at least given a shot to the Halo series if it had been on PlayStation. Not a big first-person shooter guy, but they're really popular. I have friends who love those games, but... Not owning an Xbox or a 360, you sit down to play Halo with someone who plays it ten hours a day all mm-hmm. day because you're 21 and in college. It's it's no fun, right? It's like sitting down to Tetris at and level just 20 with the
1: sniper rifle. And yeah, you're like, there's this warthog thing. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how
0: do, how do you drive a vehicle? Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> Wait, I can't drive and shoot at the same. Oh, I'm dead again. Yeah. So that's I, I basically I think this is. Really what we're getting to the heart of is is PC gaming, isn't it? It's like, there's just one console, which is the PC, and everyone makes games for it. I guess that's probably the dream of the Steam Box.
1: But I think the reason these companies are like Nintendo and Sony... Obviously they don't want to just give up what they're doing, but... They're all very used to getting nice licensing fees from every other company, yes, and not paying their own licensing fees. Yeah, when they make their first-party games,
0: which are in Nintendo's case, it. I mean, <laughs> name a successful third-party game on the Wii. Was there one?
1: Yeah, there was some. <laughs> Boom, blocks. <laughs> Boom blocks. I don't know. Let's let's look up a list.
0: But I mean, this is the thing, is it, it requires in-depth research. And even then, you're probably going to find a lot of posts of people asking, were there any non-Mario... Okay, let's see how far
1: I have to go for the first <laughs> non-Nintendo game.
0: <laughs> we need Jeopardy holding Well, music.
1: technically, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games was That's made a- by Sega.
0: <laughs> Licensed by Nintendo... It had to be with their cooperation, at least.
1: Yeah. Okay, so how
0: far down the list was that one?
1: If we're that was like twelve or thirteen. Yeah, and it's not a good game. It's <laughs> no. just a high-selling <laughs> it was game. was
0: crap.
1: Uh, let's see, Just Dance Two, this is the next one. Thirteen. No, it's like it doesn't give me numbers. So I have to guess. Okay, but- so but and the- then Just Dance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the point is nowhere near the top ten. Is there a non-first-party title?
1: And which then Michael Jackson experience, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Which I remember all the children so clamoring rhythm, for. Rhythm, rhythm, and
1: music games were the only successful non Nintendo games,
0: right? So, I mean, to now Resident in, Evil Four for Wii. Yeah. So, in their defense, that's there's still ten games. The Metroid series. You have the many, many Mario incantations. Uh, you've got the Zelda games, but. So that's three franchises. Is it worth maintaining your entire console line (laughs) over three franchises for the average gamer? I say no. Probably not. (laughs) But it's mostly just because I want their games and I don't want to buy their console. Especially as...
1: I think what I fear is, like, when I first heard that Sega was going multi-platform, I was excited. I was like, yes! Yes! (laughs) <laughs> and then I'm pretty completely disappointed with almost everything they've done since then. Uh, yes, I can agree. And with that. so I'm not that—that's like all the analysis required to understand what it's, went wrong no, with you, Sega.
0: You have one anecdotal reference. <laughs> that's but proof. Positive. I don't want
1: Nintendo to go multi-platform. Then suddenly they don't make good games anymore.
0: <laughs> it is kind of. It would change the company culture a lot to say hey, we don't make stuff for our own systems. Now you have to figure out Windows drivers and Mac drivers and the Steambox controller that looks all crazy.
1: Well, even even if they're just like, we're making PlayStation games now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I guess, that would that be a a working middle ground? Like, we're not going to go totally multi-platform. We're just going to pick our new buddy, we're going to go crawling back to our ex-wife, Sunny, and and beg to sleep on the couch. I mean, I would love uh, to play Mario with a PlayStation controller. Like, please let me give you $5 <laughs> to pay for another copy of Super Mario I've World. i bought their games <laughs>
1: so many times.
0: Yeah, I mean, if they didn't re-release virtual games, th- uh, those are probably among their best sellers. And they because- tie them to hardware. <laughs> Exactly, and they have impulse buy prices, so every time you buy a new Game Boy, you're like, yeah, I can buy A Link to the Past again. Yeah, I I can buy Super Mario World again. Yeah, I think I
1: counted four times I've purchased Link to the Past.
0: Four times. So a game that they wrote once, and probably a guy spent a long afternoon porting... (laughs) Because, I mean, the Internet's done all of the emulation stuff for I them. I you were just
1: saying the Internet's done. The Internet is done. <laughs> they no,
0: the, the Internet has done all of the emulating for Nintendo. They could pretty much just install SNES 9X on a Game Boy and then charge you for ROMs, <laughs> and people would buy them.
1: That is the crazy thing, is you can get a torrent with all 700 Super Nintendo games, but people will still buy them. Yeah,
0: which is good, right? That's honesty in the industry. That's us paying to the company so they will keep making the products we love. Except that they make big stupid controllers and tie their <laughs> virtual games to hardware and I don't know. I think the the Steambox and this this console generation, this I think is the big turning point. Because Every generation hardcore gamers say like, oh, this is gonna be it. Everybody's gonna go PC and that'll be awesome. But this is the first generation I think it's actually
1: the opposite. PC's finally going console. Go yeah, doing the <laughs> getting And that's what's actually gonna work.
0: Well this is the first generation I've ever heard normal people say, like, Yeah, I don't I don't think I'm gonna get another console because I mean the games I play are just on PC. So it's like, oh, you know, Jim Bob Counter Strike and and Sally, Team Fortress are just like, yeah, why would I buy an Xbox? When I already you, like,
1: have a powerful You computer? buy a PC game and you're like, this game is going to get better as my hardware gets better.
0: Yes, and, I, and it will still work. It's not like when I buy a new computer, all of my games are now gone.
1: But you're like, I bought this game and it was like, my graphics card is two years old and it struggles. But then whenever I get a new computer or upgrade or whatever... Like, I just get to go back to my games and see them better.
0: It's true. And then you have mod communities, which I've never been big into, but I understand their attraction. Mm -hmm. It's like, Skyrim looks good, and then a bunch of people were like...
1: what if Thomas the Tank Engine was in Skyrim (laughs) instead of Dragons? I was going to say (laughs) high-res textures,
0: but Thomas the Tank Engine descending from the heavens, breathing fire, is a way better use of developer time. Way way better. That's now I need to go buy a powerful gaming PC <laughs> and Skyrim. So get, yeah, d- get especially on that
1: Bethesda games because those games break. <laughs> That's yes, and I don't know, like the original Oblivion, I played on 360, and. That game's never going to look better. It's always going to have blur 10 feet in front of you and the grass appears magically. And right. It yeah, doesn't matter in. how long I wait, it's going to look the same.
0: Yeah, I, I think um, Bethesda games are... They're like wine. Like you, you never get a Bethesda game right after it's been bottled, crack it open and drink it, because you'll just get angry and sick. <laughs> <laughs> you have to give it time to mature. I mean, I, I waited, I think, two years to play new vegas and it was still like i'm walking in the middle of an area where there's no enemies and the game froze
1: land just like the longer and deeper you get into the game the more bloated and weighed down your save file is when it tries to like remember every little rock you've kicked yeah
0: (laughs) especially on the ps3 save games can get up to 10 15 megs it's like shouldn't this just be an it's just index? Just a list
1: of objects that have been moved. Yeah. <laughs> Especially
0: since you can move every tin can in the Fallout universe. That's all. the And they insist
1: on remembering.
0: <laughs> we have to know. So that I, you know, we've been we spent pretty much our whole time angrily and and maturely discussing games. So I have to give before we're done a, a note to the Flappy Bird thing, just because this perplexes me. He's He has to... So do you know the whole story? So the whole story is this, this guy, he's a Vietnamese solo developer. Um, he he has been making games for years. He made this game six months ago. And then there's this controversy. Why did it suddenly blow up? And if you look at the timestamps on the reviews in the app stores, it's pretty obvious that he started buying reviews. Because on like Monday, he has six reviews. Then on Tuesday, he has 60. Then on Friday, he has 600.
1: I haven't heard this. And then,
0: yes, and, and you can, I mean, you can chart it because it's all right out there. And then you can see from there, real people started to get a hold of it. Then the reviews become more legitimate and it traveled. I don't know what what the name for the concept is, but people started playing it because other people were playing it.
1: Word of mouth
0: it's it's word of mouth but it's like a social pressure viral yes it's it went viral but it's like i downloaded it and installed it not because it looked like any fun because i've played helicopter on my ti-83 calculator 20 years ago but because it's like oh er- everybody's playing it it must be worth checking out and it's frustrating and boring and horrible and <laughs> And people cloned it in like ten seconds, and he stole art assets from yeah, Mario. Yeah,
1: Iron Pants and Doge. Yeah, do- Doge, Flappy Doge. Flappy
0: Doge. <laughs> that one had a terrible feel; like it, it was too heavy. <laughs> anyway. So you're, you're <laughs>
1: critiquing the clones, I, I am. <laughs> even though you. I have it.
0: entirely <laughs> too much free time. Apparently, I should go out and learn something. So, but th- this is my point: is so he took the game down, saying that. It was too addictive, and people were abusing it, and he didn't like that. And there's all this speculation about, was it, uh, did Nintendo sue him because he obviously pulled art assets directly from Super Mario World? I mean, like, and didn't even change them. Um, Is it because he didn't like the notoriety and he wanted to go back? Uh, A lot of people said it was because he was getting all this hate tweets and and Why? stuff well at first like he doesn't deserve success no at first people were hating on him because it was too hard like you know f you this game is ruining my life and then when he said i'm taking it down it was f you don't take this game away and i mean only the people who are addicted so it's it's like someone who's addicted to heroin but knows that it's killing them so it's like heroin's the worst thing ever how did you get me into heroin Oh, you're not gonna sell me heroin anymore? No, I need heroin. <laughs> I'm addicted to it. So it's 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 this huge controversy, and I tell you all that to tell you this. There are iPhones and Android phones selling on eBay for thousands of dollars. And these are not buy it now prices, these are bids.
1: There's no way that lasts more than this week. I mean
0: you can spoof an eBay auction, right? Like with a fake account, you make a bid and then you you disappear into the shadows.
1: I don't know. I think you're you're in, unless someone outbids you, you're beholden to your bid.
0: But if it's all fake, I mean, surely someone has figured out a way to spoof an eBay auction.
1: I guess, but I it, think they take down at least some payment information, so you'd have to have like a fake something that something flies. File, yeah,
0: because yeah. I, I saw, and they had the telltale signs of bullshit. Where an auction started at, like, $500, and it's like, well, you're getting, you know, brand new iPhone, lightly used, you know, but I mean, a, an iPhone 5 or 5S, um, and so that, that's a $500 device, if it's in good shape.
1: With a copy of a game, you can never update, yeah. and if you ever wipe your phone, you lose forever.
0: <laughs> right. But then the next bid is $1,000, and then the next bid is $10,000. It's like, really? No one, there was no... This
1: isn't like a gold Mac Pro <laughs> yeah. being sold for philanthropy. Yeah, you're
0: you're not bidding on the cure for cancer that you can then distribute to the world. It's This is an iPhone or an Android phone or, I don't know, probably no Windows phones. <laughs> <laughs> so it's an iPhone or an Android phone with this game on it that... Sucks, <laughs> and you could play in the browser for free without ads. I might add, yeah. all the all the clones went, you know, without ads. So it's it feels like a well,
1: it's like I said yesterday. It's the Tickle Me Elmo or the the Beanie Babies. Yeah, Ugh. but it's so at, is, is this the first app store version of that? Because apps don't usually get taken down.
0: That you know, I can't think of another time that someone has said my phone is valuable because of this particular app I've installed. This might be the first one.
1: Like every once in a while, people sneak an emulator into an iOS app, and so if you download it before they take it down. But that's only with geeks. This is like mainstream.
0: Yeah. Well, and apparently the one percent is out there trying to buy up all the iPhone 5s's that have. So like, "I need Touch ID. I want it in Champagne, and it has that Flappy Bird. <laughs> and I will pay any amount of money. No, just keep adding zeros. It, a week, a month. How long could this possibly last?
1: It just. It has nothing to do with gaming to me. It's. it's- just a weird cultural moment that it is that's gonna make us feel old or young later
0: (laughs) when we look back you remember when that nonsense remember
1: remember pogs (laughs) remember flappy Flappy bird Bird. like it's gonna be like that
0: uh and i guess the way you look back on it will tell you the the state of that person's life If they look back on it and they're like yeah man that's just all i played it's like your life was in a terrible place for that month (laughs) Just you were in a sad. First thing I
1: played since the the, whatever the Chow Garden and Sonic Adventure.
0: Oh, (laughs) Oh, that there's a blast from the past. That was, was that Sonic Adventure? That had to be Dreamcast. Dreamcast
1: with their little like yeah, the little yellow. Their memory cards were crappy. Game console, not really. Oh. Their visual memory the, units. Yeah, this
0: this is all coming back See, to Sega me. had some of
1: the same crazy <laughs> exploration as Nintendo.
0: Yeah, I guess the Sega in another universe is the success company that made it, and Nintendo is the one that is now relegated to making crappy third party titles. And tunnels. Bush got elected, and <laughs> it's all, somewhere it's all different. Or not Bush, I mean Gore. Gore got elected. I guess in, if there's infinite universes, you have half with Gore and half with Bush. So I think we're coming up on an hour, right? Yeah. So you have any big fancy sign-off? We're just going to tell everyone to
1: <laughs> go out and flip tables? I <laughs> Don't, think that's it. We didn't really flip many tables today.
0: We did. You know, we were far more mature about these horrible atrocities that these companies have done against us than I thought. But that's good. That's, that's a sign of adulthood.
1: The well, tables were flipped gently. Well, next time we will have to actually talk about JRPGs and why they're terrible now.
0: They are. That that's, that's
1: the table flip they needed to have.
0: I think JRPGs could be a whole hour themselves <laughs> of of angry, how did you screw up my childhood kind of nerd rage. The kind of stuff you only get from someone born in the '80s, who is just like everyone owes me something. But really
1: good training on reading fast, yes, lightning fast, and being angry when games don't it, let you control text speed. You know,
0: if if I could, I I should come up with some really crappy iOS or Android software that lets you read a book with an A button. <laughs> Because if I was controlling that, even though I am controlling how fast I read a book, but (laughs) but, but if I could press that button to have that physical cue, I could probably go to speed reading, like, overnight.
1: And would every character just end their sentences with ellipses and then say, arg?
0: (laughs) Arg, (laughs) yes. And the whole book would have to be in a white box with a blue background, a la Final
1: Fantasy. So you never played with, like, the chocobo background or i never did any of
0: the texture ones because they're horrible but i had a black period where every (laughs) you went goth in final fantasy (laughs) i did where every time i replayed final fantasy well two or three on the super nintendo um i had to make the background black i was Convinced it was easier to read and, and looked better. <laughs> More contrast. Yes. I, see, even then, my snobby design roots were coming out. I was like, I, can't, I can barely read this on this dark blue background. <laughs> So I needed to go four shades darker than the Super right, Nintendo we'll, was capable of. We'll have
1: of. to save this for, for next time.
0: We will. Time. It's, I can feel the rant coming. <laughs> okay. So it's good. So I guess this is uh, episode zero. We're signing off. i okay. David Lyons. So, so we're indexing yes. starting with zero on these. Yes. You okay. always index with zero regardless okay. of what anyone tells you. So I, do you want to – should there be quick plugs? Where can people find you on the internet, Mike?
1: Oh, find me at Michael.com and that's P-S-E-U-D-O, not persuado.
0: <laughs> the way I always spell it. It's just one of those words I can't type right. And uh, I'm David Lyons. I can be found at lyonsinbeta.com, and Lyons and Beta pretty much everywhere else.
1: All right, thanks yeah. for listening.
0: Thank you.